Hello, sci-fi fans. This is Richard Dean Anderson from MacGyver and Stargate SG-1. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. We'll be right back after this word. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. Serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott Miles and Dan, your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening. I am Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm M. Sierra Garcia. And we're back, and this episode really is going to be all about M, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much so. I mean, It's M, all about you, M. M. Is, M. M has always wanted an episode about her. This is payback for us for getting to include her in episodes in the past. So, but no, I know. <laughs> we have good reason to, though. Yeah, we do. I, M is fresh. From New York Comic Con. Freshly, virally cold and somewhat, I'm con sick from the wonderful world of four action-packed days of New York Comic Con. Oh, man. freaking leaveable <laughs> I know. So she brought more souvenirs back than just the uh, photos and other trinkets. She brought a cold. The yes, con I crud. brought some in my bloodstream. That's a yes, of yes, a viral souvenir. It's not Ebola, <laughs> yeah. just a cold. It's a sci-fi convention. Space viruses flourish. Yeah, they are. They do. They do oh, indeed. Sweet Christmas on a cracker. Oh man. <laughs> so, um, New York Comic Con. Let's just leap right into it. New York Comic Con. Let's let's do. Let's just leave. <laughs> oh, I'm watching man. you guys on the video. You guys are you're so cute. Oh man. Miles is very serious, and you're being very like so. M. Let's do. It. <laughs> <laughs> Your setup is looking like more. Have you? Did you change your setup? Because it looks kind of like your mic stands look different. Or I just have a better resolution. I just, I just, um, well, you might have that because I have a better internet signal. Yay! Yeah. So you, you weren't on the last, last podcast, but I've upgraded my internet. We're like at close to uh, 15 up and down. So. Wow. Yeah, it's well pretty, done. pretty sweet. I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm liking. I did change position of my mic, and uh, we don't have the light on over Miles' head, so um, maybe the glare is not quite as bright. I don't know. You know what? You zip it because Miles <laughs> is handsome, no matter where you put him or how much light lighting you give him. Uh, I know you, you're too kind. Yeah. You just you be nice to Miles. You, you are too kind. No, <laughs> jerk. I'm not, I'm not only one of the co-hosts. I'm the Friggin' babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we started talking about New York Comic Con. How did this degrade into this? Let's, let's get it. Let's go. With it. <laughs> so, so New York Comic Con. You you went up when was it Thursday or Friday? You went up. So my my two buds, uh, John and Colin, and I went up early Hi, John and Thursday Colin. morning. We learned um, Thursday was uh, a good day to go um, because it was it's in the middle of the week and. It was a really great day to kind of get our bearings. So we went up Thursday. The floor opened at like noon or one o'clock and the Artist Alley was open. So we walked Artist Alley 
And then I had to boogie because I went to go and meet the amazing Adam West. (laughs) (laughs) I met Batman. (laughs) I met my Batman, the Batman I grew up with and that man I loved and still do. He was wonderful. And I sat in on a press conference about the release of the Batman 66 um, newly remastered DVD set, which is fantastic. The box looks amazing. They've, They've really pulled out the stops, and Adam was shocked. He, when he said when he watched it, he was just so amazed at, at the work that they did to that. So that's that's going to be really great for those of us who watched it as kids, you know, on our grainy television sets. Or either you watched it on you know black and white or or on color, and now you get to see the super crisp 1080p. It's impressive. It's impressive. Well, now, let me stop you. The, the, so for people that may not be familiar, what do we mean by the Batman 66 set? What does that even mean for people so, that may not be Batman? Fans? Back in 1966, there was an amazing, amazing TV show called Batman. And that whole series, which I can't remember how long it lasted, um, is being re-released on DVD. And they call it Batman 66 because it's more like the year 1966. They are in the process of redoing the movie as well that um, Burt Ward and uh, Adam West did and put and reformatting it and cleaning it up like they did with this TV show. And that box set should be out, I think it was mid-November. Um, and no, they haven't given me one, and that's why I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it because it's Adam West. <laughs> he was wonderful and lovely, and he shook hands, and there were no pictures or signatures, which, of course, is you know what you do because it's nice. It's polite. Um, he had a million things to do. He was great. He was absolutely wonderful. And then as I was leaving the press area, I saw Hodor. Hodor. The gen- oh, Hodor. He's so friggin' tall. You're going to say, he's a big dude. Yes. And then, um, like, Friday, I briefly saw the back of Chris Hardwick from uh, At Midnight and the Nerdist. Who else did I see? Uh, I saw the cast of Bitten. Um, I was being led in to go sit on a presser about the new Firefly RPG game, and I walked in and I told the press guys, like, nope, this is the green room for the cast of Bitten. I shouldn't be in here. And he's like, no, no, you can hang out here. And I'm looking, and there's um, Vandervoort. Uh, what's her first name? She played Supergirl in oh, yeah. um, Smallville. Mm-hmm. And and she had a part in the, the, the new V show. Yes. I, po- I said... No, she's not with the press. She's why the press is here, as uh, like all these other people. I'm gonna go. I shouldn't really be in here, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't want to intrude. And and it's if there's one thing that I've learned is good thing of being a, a well-raised Catholic girl. You just you're polite. You're polite. You're polite to the artists. You're polite to the press. You're polite to everybody. And it pays off because then everyone's really nice and calm and comfortable. And so actually, like, two of the guys who I recognized from the show, but I can't think of their names, they were like, no, you can come in. And I said, no, this is really your space. You guys have a lot of con to come. Just, I'm good. And they were really sweet. like, do you want anything? I was like, well, I could use a Diet Coke. (laughs) So they handed me a Diet Coke, and then I left. I left them alone. Um, Who else did I see? It, And that's that was just, like, the first two days. And there's there's even more. So the artist alley had amazing artists, lots of great people from um, from the comic book world. One of my favorite guys, Len Peralta, was there. He's amazing. Um, I did not get to run into the author friend of yours, Miles, um, down on the con floor because the floor is friggin' huge. Dayton Ward. Now the Javits. 
Yes, I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. Um, oh my god, it was Dayton. I'm sorry, Dayton. <laughs> um, the Javits, as I understand, usually holds like it usually has three to four events going on at the same time. It's that big. New York Comic Con takes up the whole thing. And then they had a whole other event during the week, this kind of buildup where um, there were events off campus, all these great, like there was the Star Trek TNG, um, there was a panel at the con, and then they did did another one off campus. there were there was the oh so Hodor is also a really great DJ so on Friday night they had the Rave of Thrones at a club not too far away from the Javits Center That's the queue awesome. to get in was beastly so there was no way we were getting into that um, it's it's endless it's and it's unbelievable um, Friday was the day that we really got to walk the floor and find some great stuff um, I met the guys from PDP they are let me make sure I get their names right here. Um, they are the guides from Performance Design Products. They they design all sorts of gaming equipment, headsets, controllers, tons of great stuff. Really neat things. Uh, I spent some time chatting with them. Um, some of our fans will know the name QMX. They are an amazing shop that create all those beautiful props, um, uh, prop reproductions for you to use for you to have uh, for collectors. They had this amazing firefly. I mean, it was beautiful. It's eight grand. It was huge. You could look inside the windows and see like wash in the front seat, and then up in the windows up on top, you could see the. Um, uh, there's the, the 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 skylights that you could look down into the kitchen and into kind of the living area, and the payload was open so you could look in there and it looked like that was Mal that was in there. It had the little shuttles. They had a uh, the stalwart ship as well. The USS Reliant was there. Tons tons of great stuff, and I was really lucky to get some time to sit down with Andy Gore, the CEO of. Um, of QMX, he was lovely and just showed me around and talked about where where you know where QMX came from and where a lot of the the, the gear that's there came from, and he sat down to talk to me um, really great about the Firefly RPG that's getting released. They're releasing an online uh, role playing game that uh, if you went to the panel, you could see all the all the they, they gave us a little test run. And it's amazing. If you enjoy Firefly at all, if you enjoy the the concept of the stories, the universe, all of it, this game is just going to be amazing. You're really going to have a blast. Um, now, are we ever now are we going to ever have those guys on? Yes. Yeah, so Andy said that um, coming up, we could we could book some time. I'd love to have him come on. Um, the dudes from. Um, from PDP as well, there there were jazz to come and chat with us, uh, and then as we're walking along, I see the sign first. Before you go on, uh, do you have oh. uh, you, you you have their contact information in for us? Uh, I have their websites. I'm not going to give you their personal emails. Obviously not. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but... those are safe for me. I know. No. Yeah, um, no. So yeah, so... that'd be great. Yeah, just tell them. Tell them, ask them when, and we would love to have them on. It would be. I. I. It was amazing. I could sit. I could. I thought that maybe Andy would have only like I, I feel very selfish because I had about an hour with him. It was wonderful. 
And so QMX is the quantum mechanics. Um, you could go to QMXonline.com and see all their gear is amazing. All of their the just beautiful. He told me some great stories about Star Trek, the new series, the JJ, the this new reiteration is super cool. They're the guys. You know the scene in the second Star Trek movie where they're in the Admiral's office and you see all those little models, yep. kind of the timeline of space travel. Mm-hmm. They built those. Awesome. That is awesome. They built those. And JJ Abrams apparently when he not a, when when they revealed like the big dreadnought and all of them, JJ Abrams was very colorful in his language of joy. <laughs> Everything was effing, effing amazing, and I, I I agree with him. It was it was totally amazing. Um, and then the guys from PDP, so PDP.com for all of your gaming needs. There's some really cool stuff on there, and really great price too. Um, I'm actually wearing a pair of headset right now that are super cozy because my noggin is a, a funny size, and I play games online. I RP, you know, and so I'm gonna check it out and see how much I love it. Um, oh God, what else? So much. Oh, so we turned the corner. We're walking around some more. I see the, the Star Wars Equinox banner and I'm staring and I'm staring and I realize, oh my God, it's Ensign Harry Kim. <laughs> Garrett Wong was there. <laughs> That's awesome. And we got a nice chit chat with him. And then I asked him, hey, can we, you know, so I have an interview with him that I will edit and have ready for everybody to hear. He was amazing awesome. and fun. And it was fun to watch him with um, with fans. He's just, he's super nice and super fun. Really great time. It, and it just kept going. Well, now, uh, so let me ask you. Is, so in, was it Next Generation, right? Is he in Voyager, Next Generation? He was on Voyager. Voyager, I'm sorry. I'm he's getting Voyager. mixed up. So I, Star Trek fans are like groaning, don't pollute I can't, Next I Gen. Can't no, but, you know, is he as awkward as his character was on Voyager? No, no, he and he was really sweet, really just he was just a dude. He was just a guy, you know. You hang out, you chit chat, you talk about Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna get hate him. <laughs> I know. I'm a little doped up on Dayquils, and I'm about to take a hit of Nyquil to get through this through the night with this. But <laughs> if you do it, if you, if you do it during the show, it'll end up being real hilarious later on. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, this won't be a kid friendly show. <laughs> We'll have to have a one of our... a lot of effort to, hide, to, to dial back the F-bomb. <laughs> you, you said he was with uh, Star Trek Equinox. Is, um, is he going to have a part in, St- in Equinox, or is he just help, help promoting it? Uh, he was helping promoting it. I think you're going to see him there in the future. Okay. Um, I uh, There were some other things, too, that he had mentioned that they're in the interview. But um, he's big at Dragon Con. I know he's pretty famous down there at those events. Um, and hopefully we'll see him at shore leave next year. Cause I know he'd mentioned wanting to attend. Um, he was really great. Just, just an easygoing guy. It was really easy to talk to him. It'd be great. To you know, him. meanwhile, I'm sitting there just going, Oh my God, Harry Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, wow. Wow. So Harry Kim. And, and so, uh, and that was what day that was, that was day two or day three. We had. So I met Harry Kim. <laughs> I met Garrett Wong on day two, but did the interview on day four, um, day two, we just kept walking and looking at all the great gear, a lot of great cosplay. I still have pictures I need to upload. And, um, my buddies, John and Colin, I need to, I was going to ask them for their pictures as well that we could post. The one thing that was really big for me that I loved photographing were families that were there. There were lots of families. There's one picture I have of Harley Quinn, the Joker, and teeny tiny baby girl Batman. 
Oh. They look so cute. There's a mom and daughter. There's a, a cat, a Batgirl and Wonder Woman that I got. Just everywhere you looked on Saturday and Sunday, just it was, it was, it was families. It was wonderful, unbelievable. This and to to like I I don't even know what the scale of con, when we go to the cons here in in Maryland and D.C., but there were. Over a little over a hundred and fifty thousand people at this con. Oh my! Wow. Yeah. That's a hundred and fifty thousand people. By the time we were done on Friday, we, you know, that feeling when you see a little kid who's had way too much fun and didn't get a nap, right? And they're either on the verge of collapsing asleep or just weeping. There was it was probably about five five thirty, and we're standing on the con floor, and my my friend Colin walks up and says, are you okay? And I said, I am on the verge of either curling up right here in the middle of this floor and sleeping or just weeping from exhaustion. There's, I've, I've had too much fun. Uh, it was so much mental stimuli. My retinas still ache. Uh, and so much visual. Amazing, amazing stuff. Um, and then in the autograph area, wonderful, wonderful people. I was – it, it even, and, and – like I can't even get it all out. My brain, my brain is stuck. So day two was a day of just get finding, walking around and and meeting more people and, and getting pictures and and seeing more products and stuff. A um, lot of comic books there, but the what New York Comic Con started doing is um, they started they created something called Special Edition NYC, which is purely comic book con just comic books okay all it is so if that's what you're going for is that the content that's the best thing to go to is that event and then during the week if you couldn't get tickets to comic con you could go to new york super week which ran from the third through the 12th with all that other extra stuff that was going on um in the city unbelievable really unbelievable that's awesome just, um, the special edition was in June this last this year in 2014. I suspect they'll do the same for 2015, and that's going to be. It's really just. Um, it's a lot of the art, a lot of the writers, and a lot of the comic books. But that was still very prevalent at this con. Um, Lego was there with their uh, Ninjago setup. Amazing. Oh my uh, son! Megaplock my son would have absolutely flipped. Um, the booth was beautiful. Was be was absolutely beautiful. And then, funny enough, like two aisles over was Mega Blocks, and oh. they had their setup there. They have a new. They have the Minions collection coming out. They have SpongeBob. They have the new Barbie collection as well. They had some fun stuff there. Um, all the great, all the really great fun um, uh, action figure people were there. It was pretty amazing. And then. The biggest footprint of booth I saw there was Marvel. Marvel was all over this con. Wow. All over it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, all the comic books, everything. It They were all over the place. Um, uh, uh, oh, God. Clark Gregson? No. Greg Car uh, Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Coulson. There you go. Clark Gregg. There you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> he showed up there. It was pretty amazing. <clears throat> Sorry, he was there. The fans went crazy. Um, they had a huge, huge footprint. Oddly enough, very little DC comics. Nothing about the Flash. 
nothing about Gotham. There was uh, very little, very, very little. There was this little, I, and I barely caught it because it was tucked away in a corner. There was a display. Last year they had a display of all the Superman um, uniforms. This year they had the Batman uniforms, and that's it. Nothing on the new Batgirl, which is amazing looking. Um, just really disappointed that they didn't represent. I, I was hoping, I mean, I'm a, I was originally a DC girl at heart. I've won, Marvel has definitely won me over because their marketing people are on top of their stuff. Um, who else was there? Uh, Sons of Anarchy, awesome. oddly enough, there, tons of that. Uh, Nickelodeon was there with a lot of great stuff. Um, just endless, endless amounts of things and really great surprises too. Uh, George Clooney showed up at one of the panels. I heard, I heard about which that. was kind of <laughs> neat. Um, Chris Hardwick did the panel for um, Birdman and Michael Keaton was there. So very cool. Uh, apparently Carl Urban was walking the floor with a Optimus Prime mask on. <laughs> I missed my chance to make an ass of myself in front of Carl Urban. Um, That's too bad. <laughs> there's um, hold on, you're probably gonna have to cut out a lull because I need to look for a show that. Lull, 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 lull. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I guess it broke records. 150, 150,000 people attended New York Comic Con. It broke records for the con. Wow. For the, yeah, it's it. It is getting so big that it, it can be considered a rival to, not a rival, but a wonderful companion to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. It's here on the East Coast. It's 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 not it's not inexpensive to get to San Diego in general because I, I this year I had a pass to go to San Diego, but the it was just really cost prohibitive. And to have that kind of, that culture, that access, that creativity – all of that here on the East Coast was wonderful. I met people from Germany, from Luxembourg, from Spain, from Brazil, from uh, South Africa. This huge group from Japan. All of these people that changed their that made their vacations around this weekend so they could go to New York Comic Con. Hmm. I just it was it was. I'm so I'm so impressed with 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 what they've done and and how big it's gotten. <coughs> Concrud. I'm sorry, guys. Concrud. <laughs> Souvenirs <laughs> all around. That is it's, awesome. It's... I saw. I heard uh, George Clooney uh, told Adam West that he could, uh, you know, punch him for his adaptation of Batman. He should. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, um, so I I don't know if you guys have, saw the movies. Um, called The Librarian with Noah Wiley. Those really great stories. Have I you heard. seen those movies? No, no but I heard about it. Great, great movies. The cast of the TV show. They've made it into a TV show. The cast of the TV show were there. They had a great panel. And apparently when Noah Wiley was um, approached about producing the TV show, because he's one of the executive producers, his response was, well, don't, don't I get to be in it? <laughs> so you'll get to see Noah Wiley in it as well. He's actually awesome. a little disappointed that he's not in the TV show. But given that, um, oh, God, what's that sci-fi show that you guys watch that I can't get into? With the aliens, oh, with Noah Wiley. Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, falling skies. Falling skies. I guess with his falling skies schedule, maybe they can't fit him into the. But he's going to be a part of that show. Um, uh, my friend John was in on that panel. He could give you a whole lot of color on that. 
Um, in fact, I was going to sit and record with, see if the two of them would sit and record with me about what they saw and what they liked, and we could that would be throw awesome. it up as a companion piece. Yeah, yeah we can kind of maybe just, tack it on to the end of this or however we want to do it. Yeah, if I can get them to record it soon, um, <laughs> we could throw it all together. There's a new TV show called The Powers coming out. Have you okay. heard about this? I have not. That's a new one for or me, too. It's, I'm IMDBing it, and it shows... It has an amazing crash set in a world where humans and superhumans coexist. A homicide detective is tasked with investigating crimes involving superhuman powers. So there's a really neat cast in um, in this show. They had a great panel. You could sign up and get a poster from the show signed by the entire cast. And that was really great. We queued up for that. Um, and at the very end, Eddie Izzard, who is one of my, I mean, I love him with all of my soul. He's an amazing comedian, amazing actor. Just love him to pieces. He was there, and we're you know meeting everybody, uh, and it's super cool. And then as soon as I walk up to Eddie Izzard, I turn into an idiot, and just and he oh hello, and I just in French because he does a lot of his work in French and in French I just went ah oh, j'adore, and I realized uh, I'm an idiot. I, I'm I'm a big giant super fan. I've made a fool of myself. Moving on, and he was real sweet. And then when he went to hit, shake my hand, I said, "Oh, I, have a, I might have a cold," and he said, "Well, that's very sweet of you. Thank you very much. It's very considerate." <laughs> well, thank you. I am very considerate. Does that mean we're best friends? <laughs> Do I get your home phone number? Can we hang out? <laughs> I didn't say all of that, but my inner nerd, my inner you know fan monologue went off about that. But there's some really great people in that show. Um, that looks to be really interesting. So much, so, God, uh, so much to talk about. Um, I did pick up a couple of neat little toys. I like collecting the pop action figures, those okay. little ones with the big head. Oh, but yeah. I'm really particular about which ones I want. And um, my friends were able to find me a Boo from um, Monsters, Inc., okay. which, who I love. I still need to find a Mike Wazowski, so if anybody out there can get their – I, and not that there was one there, but it was like fifty bucks. No, thank you. If someone spots a Mike Wazowski for ten to fifteen dollars, buy it. Contact me. I will send you the money. I'm there very. Ex- I, I I just need that one for my collection. Um, endless. I mean, endless. Uh, uh, almost every, any show that was that we've been talking about, there was a representation there, either by their production company or their actors or by the people who design their costumes. Just really a robust, dense amount of information all crammed into the, into the, the beautiful Javits Center, which I have to say, cleanest bathrooms ever. That's awesome. Keep that many people? That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm assuming a collectible, if, if, if you're looking for something collectible, you could probably find it there too. Yes. So I've been on the hunt for almost a year now for a Defiance Lawkeeper badge to go with my collection of badges. And there was one booth that had one. And uh, and so I grabbed it. I grabbed it as quick as I could. That's awesome. That's awesome. There, oh, so there was a family dressed up and I didn't get a picture dressed up as the Guardians of the Galaxy. And the baby in the stroller was dressed like Groot. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I, again, I got to go back to talk about that because just it was it wasn't it was it was amazing the demographic of people that were there and that it 
moms and dads and their kids. There was one woman I was queued up to use the ladies' room. It was the mom. It was grandma, mom, and daughter. All of them had the uh, some sort of comic book figure T-shirt, and I asked, so you know, who's the nerd in the family? And they both pointed pointed to grandma. She's been reading comic <laughs> books forever, and she has always tried to go to these things. So she got her daughter into it and got her granddaughter into it. That is awesome. That was fantastic. No, that's great. It's great when families get into it, and then even great when you, like they break like, the social norms of what you would expect. And yeah, it's awesome. And the other big thing that I was really pleased with is there's there's been a long time rash of of problems with harassment and bullying at cons, and it's usually of a sexual nature, and it's a, a lot of people will have costumes that are a little, you know, a little on the sexy side or a little on the, you know, it, they emulate what they see on the screen or create something that that is a little more you know saucy. And it's it's not an invitation to sexually harass them. It's not an invitation to be rude or to it, it's not a welcome. They're just they're showing off their craft and what they built, and they're very proud of their work. There's a, a lot of great costumes out there. So all over the place were these huge signs that said cosplay is not consent. It was a big deal, and people were on top of that. It was it was great. It was, I think knowing that it's become it's become much more important for people to respect each other in this collective of people that go to these cons the really the true deep diehard fans they just want to keep doing this they want to keep doing it but the it, when some schmo comes along and makes it does something horrible it, it it takes away from all of that so they the people from read pop did an amazing job to create an environment that was family friendly that was safe that was comfortable, that really cared about the fan. And I, I respect that a lot. Well, you know, they, New York Comic Con last year really got some bad press from, from just some of the harassment that happened there. So this was, this was really a nice way for them to kind of answer back saying, we, we want you to feel safe here. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's awesome. That really is awesome. You... I, I can't recommend going enough. Even if you can, even if just for one day, I'll tell you the truth. I think three days was would have been enough. There was a point on Saturday where I told the guys, "Look, I'm going back to the apartment," because so I'm still nursing. I sprained my ankle and tore um, a part of my perineal tendon um, wow. three weeks ago, <laughs> and I've been in a brace. I've been in an air cat, uh, uh, a splint, and then I've been taped up. And I had like I, I tried to take care of myself as best as I could. I should have just rented a scooter. <laughs> but I was there was just so much con and just walking and walking and walk. I I did get back to the apartment and felt like cried a little bit because I was so overtired and then went to sleep. <laughs> That's awesome though. I mean that <laughs> that it was um, just it, the experience is just you know which is so which is so cool. Um, you mentioned earlier this is pre-show and I want to talk to you about it. Whenever you hear about like the wizard world or any of the big comic cons and people go to sit in sessions you always hear about yeah we waited in line for three hours before it opened just to get a back row seat but you said that new york comic con did something different this year yes they did and i think you should share with our listeners a little bit about it because i think that this would be a great trend that all cons should start in my opinion 
So with New York Comic Con, they have one big main stage, and that's stage 1A. And then there are smaller areas for, for other panels. And one of the things that they were doing between panels with the smaller ones is sweeping them. So you everybody would queue up for a panel, you would go in, and then you sit, sit in your panel, and they would clean out the room. And it, it's and for the smaller cons, for the smaller con panels, that's normal for them. But for the big ones, usually there's a big monster queue to get in. There's only one queue to get into those. So everybody queues up, and people will get there at the crack of dawn, get into the queue, get into the room, and park themselves and sit there through every single panel to get to the panel they want. And they uh, they save seats. They it's 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 kind of it kind of sucks because let's say you want to see a panel at four, you have to get your happy rear end into the queue at ten in the morning, or you're not getting in. And that happened last year. Um, Colin and John, God bless them, they were queued for the Marvel Agents of Shield panel for almost two hours, and when it finally got to the panel time, they didn't make it in. Oh my. Because there were already people there people parked in there. So wow. what, what they did this year was that everyone had to queue up early in the morning to get a wristband. And the wristband uh, correlated with the panel you wanted to see. So if you wanted to go to a panel, like if you I wanted to go to the TNG panel, I'd queue up, I want to go to this panel, they would give you the wristband. Then you had to go and queue up in another you had to go line up for another panel. Yes, I want the So you, every time Everybody who wanted to see a panel pretty much got to go and see it, which was great. So here's this big stage, and you've got all the cast of TNG. You didn't have to sit there for you, for six hours waiting for them. There weren't people there hogging the seats for six hours. You you had your pass to get in, and I think it made it a much richer and a richer experience for people because they could go and see stuff. I mean, it does suck. It last barely got into any of the into anything last year because of that. So I thought that that was a great move on Reed Pop's uh, side to do that. that I is, loved it. That is, so that, no more Parkers, awesome. no more seat savers. Wow. Suck it. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you know I, I, the other thing that we people go to cons for is they always like there's news. I mean, when you think of like. You know, San Diego Comic Con. There's always news coming out of it. Was there any like big news that kind of jumped out at this con? They said, "Wow, I didn't know that was coming down the pike." It just kind of grabbed your attention. So there was some. A lot of it was comic book related. Um, there were some first looks at the powers and at Tomorrowland. Uh, two new Tomorrowland. shows. Tomorrowland. Uh, I saw the trailer that for that. Out. That looks yeah. awesome. It does look awesome. <laughs> then um, Marvel Sorry. revealed, gave a quick, a quick pick, a peek at the new Daredevil costume, which Ooh. was kind of cool. Uh, and then <laughs> they're releasing a comic, Archie meets Predator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and then awesome. they had some other things like the Star Wars: The Last Padawan that's going to be coming out in 2015 in a comic series. Um, it looks like. They are going to blend, uh, Valiant Comics is blending Quantum and Woody, which are two really great characters, and they're mixing them together. That's kind of fun. Um, <coughs> there were some hints for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I couldn't get into that. I didn't get in there quick enough to, to get any of that, um, and that was kind of disappointing. 
but they had a couple little things here and there. Nothing on the Avengers that I caught, but I could be wrong. If somebody's got some info, that'd be great. Um, what was uh, there was some other? They Marvel had this great panel called Cup of Joe, where they were just kind of you know shooting the you know what, and and talking about a couple things. It was a lot of sne a lot of previews of of TV shows. Uh, the folks from What's that one on Sci-Fi? Z Nation. They they did a preview of that. Um, the people from Weta was there with a lot of. They had this beautiful sculpture, moving sculpture of Smaug. Uh, they did a panel for The Hobbit and did a sneak peek, uh, unreleased sneak peek uh, there that was pretty amazing as well. Well, that sounds like some awesome stuff that kind of came out of that. That's cool. So. Uh... You've been to how you've been to a ton of cons now, so where this does the whole year? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so this, uh, so how does this? I mean, it's hard. I think to kind of when you when you look at the different cons you've been at, it's it's hard to say now which one's better than the other because they're kind of different. They all have their own different flavor and flair. How does this exactly. rank up with the other cons that you go to? So, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, New York Comic Con is 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 my Christmas. It's the it's what I look for. It's the one that I can't wait to see Santa. It's just <laughs> it is it is my it, it's my go to since I went last year. Amazing. Um, I was lucky enough to get to go to Awesome Con here in DC. That was really well done. Um, it was only their second year, and I was really impressed. They have a lot of growing to do, but positively they have a lot of growing to do, and that's great. Um, I did not get to experience San Diego Comic-Con, which is, you know, it's pretty much the, the, the Jerusalem and Mecca and, and, and every holy place you can imagine for nerd and fantasy, nerds and fantasy seekers and, and gamers. It, it is quintessential. Um, so I, I can't speak to that except for what I've seen, you know, on the interwebs, but there's, there's really the cons that we have here in DC and in the in the area that we've been to, it's very hard to compare because it's um, New York Comic Con is run by a company uh, called Read Pop and it is uh, for profit. They're out there to make some money and show off stuff, and they get the big venues and the big stars. And then the, we've got some great cons here, like uh, like Farpoint and and Shore Leave and Balticon, and those are fan driven, fan organized. It's it's everyone's giving their own time to put it together, and they still get some really great people. I mean, Shore Leave got freaking Leonard Nimoy. I know, I know. <laughs> he was wonderful to be there, and it's it's at a much smaller scale. I mean, you could probably fit about. 300 shore leaves into comic-con oh to new york comic-con yeah it's i i, I don't even know it, it's it's app it's apples and and oranges but the feeling of going to a con is definitely there awesome. the the same the the joy that people get you know showing their costumes off and selling the stuff that they make and it's it's great that's awesome. I don't feel as exhausted <laughs> when I go to the other cons. <laughs> but just lovely, lovely. And I'll tell you, I do what I love about the Shore Leaves and the Balticons and, and 
and Magfest is is a pretty big one too. But and Farpoint, I love that it's fan driven because it's it's very familiar. Everyone's really kind of down to earth and great and lovely. And oh, speaking of down to earth, great and lovely, Miles and I got to meet. Was it at Shoreleaf? Eddie McClintock. Yeah, we met him last year. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was there. <laughs> he was darling and he had a sign up where like autographs $40 selfies $20 hugs free and oh, that awesome. man is just a hugasaurus rex and he was one of the few people who wasn't behind the table he was out in front of the table and everyone who came up just he get, just a hug and a cuddle and, and and when you took a selfie with him he's like can I take it sure and he would take like three or four of them so he could get a good picture and he took a really silly one with me and then a really serious one with me and just lovely and when I mentioned that uh, the interview we had recorded with him had um, it had kind of fobbed up he said well I'll do another one I didn't have to ask I just, he just said oh, I'll totally awesome. do another one that's awesome and his handler who I remember from last time was like yeah we've got five minutes and Eddie turns his back to his handler and says to me really quietly no dude I'll give you all the time you need <laughs> and then that's we're awesome. chatting and he remembered me because I had told him how I had watched I was looking forward to the Spanish one and he had asked about my dad and he remembered and he's like oh, your dad oh that's so great how was the telenovela one and I said it was you guys it must have been unbelievable and he said it was the hardest it was the hardest job he'd ever worked was doing the telenovela episode of, of Warehouse 13. Wow. The hardest, hardest job. So I have an interview recorded with him and watching him with with fans, one girl walked up to his line and just kind of stood there and we were recording <coughs> and she walked up and I waved her in, like close that I was going to hit pause. Eddie finished his sentence. We hit the pause button and she's like, no, no. I, I, and she couldn't really speak. He just came up to her. He's like, "What do you?" He's like, "Come here," and he just hug. He embraces her, and she's like, "I just love you." <laughs> and it was, and he said, "Oh, well, I love you, dude." And it was this beautiful little moment where he, and it wasn't just like every single person. It was absolutely amazing. And then right next to him was the entire TNG cast, and Jonathan Frakes. I stood in the queue with my buddy Colin to get a, an autograph with Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes is the most hilarious man and will drop the F-bomb in the most perfect place ever. <laughs> he was wonderful, 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 wonderful. We caught Gates McFadden as she was running out the door, but she was really sweet, whipped out a picture and signed it really quick, and she's like, I really got to run. No, 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 go, go. That was super gracious. Um, and then there were two girls as I was walking on the autograph floor, two girls who were walking past the TNG cast, um, and Michael Dorn, I mean – that man has not aged a day and he's so friggin' tall and just <laughs> really, he's like really sweet with people. I loved watching him too. I want to meet um, him someday. But these two, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I want to meet him someday. I've idolized him as Worf for years. Okay. Just such a great guy. And he and Frakes, they, I would love to sit in a room with those two having a scotch <laughs> and just sit back. Cause they were hilarious together. Um, but, oh, as we're walking, there are two girls behind me, and they're like, Ugh, why isn't Will Wheaton here? They didn't bring Will Wheaton. This is stupid. Will Wheaton should be here because <laughs> it's Star Trek. And um, uh, the the gal who was a security officer for season one, 
oh um her, her character's name denise crosby she's playing tashiar yes so she was there and these girls just were like she was barely in any of them they should bring back they were they were irate so i turned and i asked and i said are you mad that will didn't come and she said i'm mad they didn't ask him oh my god that how insulting they shouldn't do that to will wheaton <laughs> and i was like that's oh my god you're right i and it was my thought too like I would be nice if Will. If they should have brought Will, but I think uh, from the posts on Instagram, Will's recording more episodes of Tabletop. Yay! Really excited um, to see those. So I'm sure that it just didn't fit into his schedule because how dare they not ask him? Absolutely. Seriously. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I can go on and on. Uh, I know I, that's fine. <laughs> we, you know, is there any questions you want to ask him about Comic Con here? Just, I mean. I'll just echo M's comments about Eddie McClintock. Um, he, he's a class act uh, as far as oh. how he treats his fans. He treats his fans like gold. We saw him twice at Shore Leave, and you know he he you know he had all the time in the world for you if if, if he you know if, if he give it to you. And um, so I'm I'm glad you got to see him again. Now that, that, that's awesome, and, and that he gave us another interview. Yeah, that was so when I saw him and talked to him first. It was on Saturday. And my friends and I had been out um, Friday night is typically our cocktailing night. We go to a place called Jekyll and Hyde, which is this horrible, awesome theme restaurant in New York in time, right off Times Square. We go there. We have cocktails. Then we go. You know, it's That's our night to really just go cuckoo. So I was feeling it the next morning. That's why there's pictures of me with glasses. Um, <laughs> but we, I just went up and we're chatting. And I said, well, how about tomorrow? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um there was something that he did. Oh, so I posted those pictures on Instagram and I tagged him. So on Sunday when I went to see him to do the interview, he said, I saw the pictures you posted of me. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, and he's following me on Instagram. <laughs> wow. He, That's awesome. I linked him. And so he did a quick follow, which was really sweet. And then um, I walked up and he's like, oh, you're looking cute. And I said, well, I did my hair. I got all cute for you. And he went, oh, girl. We got into this little, he's just... <laughs> delicious he really he's like the most amazing dessert you could ever ever enjoy that never ends he's wonderful hmm. have we said that enough have, no. have i gushed enough <laughs> no. about <laughs> just such a genuinely just a sweet sweet dude so what do we learn at new york comic-con that eddie mcclincott is it's absolutely a wonderful wonderful dude something we already knew but it's it, it's always good to hear it again, though. It is. It is. It is absolutely. To, to watch him with everybody was great. It was a treat to watch him with the fans. I loved it. Yeah. No, he's a class act. There's no 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 getting around it. Yeah. Well, we it, love you, Maddie. So, Em, is there anything you want to say as we kind of wrap up this New York Comic Con uh, show that we've been doing here? Do just wow. Wow. It was it was an amazing experience that. <coughs> So basically, if you have the yeah, go ahead. If you have the opportunity to go, even just for a day, go. It's 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 lovely. Go be among your people. So I got to ask really you. Great. I got to ask you two questions before we go wrap. For it. Did you meet Jen from New York? I did not meet Jen from New York. Jen from New York was there. I do know that. How about how da did I miss? I don't that? know. How about David Moulton? I did miss David. I knew he was in town, but I did not get a chance to bump into him. No, I'll tell you, there's so much going on, and all of them would tell you the same thing. There's just so much going on. I mean, 150,000 people, right? 
Yes, yeah. out of the hundred and fifty thousand, there was there was those two that I missed. And <laughs> dang, burn it! <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, Em, I, I really appreciate you coming on, just sharing a little bit about um, about New York Comic Con. Something that uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to maybe check my schedule and feel like uh, see if I can go to another year. It so. there. It would be. It, it's just such an amazing experience. It's. Mm-hmm. It's very different than what we're used to with this, with these the cons that we've been going to here uh, in the Mid Atlantic area. They're great cons, but this is a whole different this is a whole different world. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I believe that about does it for our New York Comic Con show, and uh, we will be uh, back with a little with a little bit of a listener feedback show uh, in the next episode. But I think that's it, Miles. Uh, do you want to kind of take us out of the show here? Sure. Okay. Until next time, good night and good luck. We'll see ya. Dude. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at one 888 508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at SciFiDinerPodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to SciFiDinerPodcast at gmail.com You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com slash SciFiDiner We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com